welcome welcome to the cosmic prayer my name is laura and we are here on new thought on the amazing new thought media network had to get amazing in because it is this incredible broadcasting platform that uh that just brings so much of uh for, for everybody, I mean, for presenters, for those that are listening and viewing, you know, it brings so much enlightenment and opportunity to deepen our spiritual practice, to deepen our awareness of who we truly are and to deepen our connection to love as love that we are. And what better way to do that than to understand this particular practice, the one that I talk on every week here on a Monday and that I bring amazing inspirational guests on to talk about their points of view of prayer and how prayer has affected their lives and is affecting their lives and the lives of others. So this week, it's me. I am the super guest <laughs> on the Cosmic Prayer this week. I thought I'd invite myself in to the Cosmic Prayer. <laughs> um, last week was Reverend Mike McMorrow from uh, CSL Granada Hills and next week we have amazing guests and the week after and I just thought this week I really felt like being here to to commune and to share on how where I am with prayer what prayer actually means for me and to share that with you and to give you some practical tools if you like um, so that you can be inspired to either begin a practice of prayer or to deepen your practice and to say yes to uh, to another level of of whatever it is that you're doing right now so the first thing we're going to do is we're going to take a breath together close our eyes for a moment center into this moment of now and i just want us to connect to connect to the connection of who we truly are taking in a breath and breathing out and just finding that place within that's easier to find in the silence, in the stillness. And just letting go of any other things that may come across the mind, putting any meaning onto them or any attachment. Just being in this moment. And then when you're ready, open your eyes again. And the reason for me um, inviting us to do this was to just get a glimpse of this place that we can be in, in any moment, in any time, in any place, wherever we are, as long as, of course, as it's safe around us to close our eyes and to accept and allow a deeper communion and, con and connection with the connection or awareness of this connection that's always here. So I'd, I'd like you to, to visualize with your eyes open just this kind of web like a, a spider's web or a, a, a kind of this indrus net you know it's like there are there are points all over this this web or this net points of light and these points of light are connected by this fine fine strand that's almost invisible and this strand is connecting each point and each of those points are, are one of us as human beings each of these points is everything actually that's living and breathing that includes the plant life the the plant the plant kingdom as well animals the mammals and the sea life 
you know, everything we are, this is, we're connected. There's no point where there is one person or one thing that is outside of this web or outside of this net. It's one beautiful web that holds us, each of us, and supports each of us individually and collectively as one. And then I'd like you to kind of remove the image of the web that you may have as an image and just see this as a kind of consciousness, energetic consciousness kind of idea that's always here because we can't see our connection to each other. It's not a, it, it's not a, a physical seeing visual thing, you know. We can feel it and we can know it on an even deeper level. And this is the same with, with source. And whatever you want to call this higher uh, power, this greater kind of higher knowing wisdom, intelligence, uh, God, um, the divine creative intelligence, you know, we, we can't always, we can't see it. You know, it, this is an in, invisible, invisible. And that word invisible means we go in, we close our eyes or we come away from the effect of what's going on in our daily lives and we take that time to go within, to know that deeper awareness of our connection. And that is where we get to state and see and state and claim the truth, the truth of how it is regardless of what is going on in that effect, in that outer, in the material world. We immaterialize, if you like. We come in and we plant ourselves within and we, we make this decision during prayer. And we'll talk about that in a moment, you know, the different types of prayer, what, what prayer really is for you, what it is for me. But we make a conscious decision to go within and to breathe within and to be with that stillness that silence that place that i invited us each to go into to see and know this deeper awareness of our connection to the divine and and as everything as one because we often hear teachers and leaders and people saying oh there's no separation you know we're one there's no separation, we're one. Well, in our logical mind, we can't always uh, get to grips with that because we see each other as separate beings. You know, we're physically separated. I'm here, you're there. Um, you know, my mother and father are over there. Your, your friends are over there. You know, there's no kind of visual of us being, or, you know, we, we believe that we're separate. This is the thing, this is the key. We believe that we're separate. And when we turn within, we allow ourselves, we can invite ourselves to live from this knowing that there is really no separation, that whatever is coming through me is coming through everything. I'm not on my own experiencing this. I'm experiencing everything as me and it is all one. I'm not chopped up into bits and neither of none of us are we're one expression experiencing ourselves as this experience as one experience so when we're in prayer or you want to call that quiet silent time or that deeper awareness you know Ernest Holmes knew that it was a um, 
a communion, spiritual mind treatment. He, he you know, he, he's declared this is communing and commanding, communing and commanding. And I'd like to add in there that, you know, that before that, maybe possibly it's a, it's an awareness of our connection. It's this awareness, first of all, and then we, we commune because we've got to this place of knowing, oh my gosh, this is, this is, get this straight, this is, uh, this is, the, I really am, this is one thing happening. This one power, one presence is happening through everything. And from that place, we command. And what does he mean by command? By command, he's saying, well, he's stating the truth. I know this to be true. I know there is enough of everything, of all the goodness, the givingness, the kindness of this this consciousness, if you like, that is coming through me right now. And so prayer is that is a practice where really we're saying yes to up-leveling and to being more present with that rather than being dictated by what's going on in the media, what's going on in the uh, social media, What's going on in our family life? What's going on in our finances? What's going on with our health? Yes, all of that is valid, of course, to, you know, it, in, it's in reality and we're not denying it. We get a choice where we place our attention. And we know that when we put our, whatever we put our attention on is going to attract into our lives. This is a law of attraction that is working. So my question to you is, where are you, where, where are you putting the, um, the, the feeling and the meaning in the moment? Is it weighted on, oh, if this is happening in my life, then that means that I'm not having a good day or I'm not having a good time? Or is it weighted on, oh, well, this is happening in my life and I'm gonna detach myself from placing the meaning onto that and put the meaning into this communion, this deepened communion, where I get to actually develop a relationship with the divine, purposefully, consciously, develop this amazing, kind of like two-way rapport with this invisible, yeah, it's invisible. And so this might, you know, you might think, oh my God, we're going crazy here. And yet the thing is in our hearts, we know it exists. Otherwise we wouldn't be here right now talking about it. Ernest Holmes calls this, you know, the thing itself. It is this thing that is happening. It is the, the being and the doing. It's happening and expressing and experiencing in every moment. We cannot stop it. It doesn't stop to go to sleep or to go to bed or to make a cup of tea or, you know, have a shower. <laughs> That's our human bit. This divine presence is illuminating in every moment as everything, showing up as you, as me. And we have our unique way of experiencing or expressing that in this world. That is so beautiful, isn't it? So powerful. I've pulled out a little, oh, this is the one I wanted to show you because I really like this. <laughs> you are stronger than you think because God is on your side. Never lose hope. I love that because I love Snoopy. 
But the thing is, I just want to say that God is not just on our side. God is our side in, as, and through it everywhere. You know, there's no side here. Um, we're actually all, yes, Wayne, it's so true. We're all uh, breathing light. This light is the light of the divine. So when something happens, you know, we're, we're living in this world where we're trying to control everything. We're trying to control our experience and we want our experience to be how we think it should be. Just think about that for a moment. We want our experience to be and, 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 to, and, to, and to feel the way we think it should be so that we get to feel a certain way. And what we're doing in prayer is we're saying, I'm feeling this regardless of what is going on. I'm feeling this illuminated presence and power that's living in, as, and through me or experiencing itself in, as, and through me, regardless of what is going on. So we're not turning away from what is going on. We're just not allowing what is going on to determine the quality of our experience of life. So prayer brings us to this place where we have this incredible connection. We can build a faith with this invisible. That's quite scary, isn't it? That feels quite scary and sublime. Building faith with something that's invisible. Why would we want to do that? I need proof. I need to build faith in something that I can see. You know, I want the money in my life. I want to see the money and have faith in that. What, how can I have faith when it isn't even here? Because we're creatures of, you know, we need to see it, to, to believe it. That's what, what Wayne Dyer, that's what his work was all about because obviously he, he, he knew this. We must believe it before we see it. That's what he says. Are we believing it before we see it? And the it that he talks about is this divine presence, power, this source, this it, this one thing. Now, prayer is a tool. That's all it is. It's a tool. It's a tool that allows us to, it's like, you know, when we're at school, and we're doing, you know, when I was at school, we didn't have computers. We had like the blackboard and the teacher had the chalk and the board rubber. And then we had notebooks and pencils. Okay, so they were the tools. You know, we needed those tools to be able to, um, to write down the work, to record it, to, you know, so that we could, we needed the paper, we needed the pencil. Well, Prayer, in a way, is that container. It's just a tool. It just it allows us to, to, to be in this faith because it allows us this space. It's like a, a vessel. So we enter into an atmosphere where we are held and supported in this silence, in the stillness, where we state what it is that we truly, truly know. Not what we're fed by the media or by our family, by our friends or by the news. We're not stating that in prayer. In prayer, we're stating what we really know in our hearts, in our knowing, in that deeper place. 
in that deeper place where we know that something is happening. Now we may not believe in God, we may not believe in religion, and that's a whole other show, you know? However, for those of us that do feel this and know this, even if we don't believe that there is a higher power, in this silent time, in this space, we get to question it. We get to question it because there's nothing greater than being the great investigator of our own lives and proving it to ourselves. Because it can be quite, um, quite uh, limiting to, you know, to say, you know, Rev Mike last week said, you know, he spent a long time questioning and experimenting and delving and, and really quizzing this idea of God. So it's not something that we have to believe in God. We have to believe that there is this power and presence. It's a felt direct experience. And when we know that more fully in our hearts, then we have these tools where we're able to commune in a deeper way and to connect and command that we know we're commanding more of these natural attributes of the divine. So I'm going to pull up another slide here. And this one, I think, Ernest Holmes, here we are, founder of Religious Science, Science of Mind, Centers for Spiritual Living. Through the art of a affirmative prayer, the limitless resources of spirit are at my command. The power of the infinite is at my disposal. I'm going to put that here. If I can just make that smaller. So what he's saying here is that when we're seeing life through the five senses that we have, see, smell, uh, taste, touch, hearing, when we're um, placing meaning on our lives and using that as like the marker, those, those five senses as the marker for, our, or for how we feel about life and how we experience life, we are setting ourselves up to live a very limited experience. We're staying within the confine of where our, uh, our mind, our conscious mind, wants us to be or what it knows, you know, because it knows, it only knows what it knows. It doesn't know what it doesn't know. And the conscious mind is that logical part of our mind that will keep you know, keep us rational and rationalized and logicalized always. So when we're living from the five senses and we're seeing life, life and our experience, you know, from those five senses and that's our marker, then we're living a limited experience. We're living a limited paradigm, if you like. Our worldview is limited. When we're in this place of prayer, whether we want to call that meditation or stillness or affirmative prayer as Ernest Holmes has, has said here when we're coming from when we're in this place we're surrendering to the infinite because then what we're doing is we're coming away from our conscious mind and all of the flag the things that get flagged up in our conscious mind you know the the external world and we're tuning in we're coming in to uh, this place that is within us that is absolutely connected 
to this divine wisdom, to the higher self, to God, to source. And this is our unconscious or subconscious mind. And in here is seeded the infinite. And in here we get the greater expression of who we are and of what this experience truly is. And this is where we, um, we can strengthen our, our faith in knowing that what we're seeing with our eyes and what we're hearing with our ears and the visual and, the, and all of that of our lives, these five senses, they are the limited experience. So we wanna be in the limitless. And where do we do that? We do that in prayer. We do that in meditation. We do that in a place where we're not confined. We're not confined by the worldview that we have constricted ourselves by. So we go into prayer and we know that there is this greater, we know there's this infinite pool, if you like, this ocean that we can play in, that we can swim in. And we live our lives through this place. And then we get on with our day to day and, and, and you know, the, the structure that we're living in, in our experience. And yet we, we know there's this other place that we can play in, that we can be connected to more deeply, that we can commune with, and that we can command more of this in and as and through our finite experience. So then what happens is our finite experience expands. We open up in our consciousness and our mental equivalent lifts. That's what Ernest Holmes talks about, our lifting our mental equivalent. Let's get another, we got a, um, here we are. We should believe that God is the invisible partner of our lives and affirm that the divine love goes before us and prepares the way. Isn't that beautiful? I love that tree and I love the sunlight coming through that tree. Now for me, that tree just symbolizes us, you know, and the light coming through when we're in prayer. We, you know, we can, through the fog, <laughs> this light has this amazing way of coming through because we're opening up in our minds to a greater expression or a acceptance of this light that is always here. And we don't always see it because in the mire of our everyday lives, there's stuff that goes on. There's stuff, you know, and we're here dealing with it. And we want this stuff to look as if it's a really good experience. And it is. We have to get over ourselves and get past the fact where we're, the place where we're judging. We're judging if this experience good or is it not good. It's an experience that we're in and when we can learn to allow this experience, knowing that is, is, this too is God expressing. We get to live a bigger, a bigger and greater experience for ourselves because we're coming away from our own set limitations. They're not set, but we've set them. So are you willing to expand and open up to allowing through you this greater expression or this greater opportunity for the expression of the divine. Are you willing to do that? Prayer is one way in which you, you can. 
you can and so we we pray we say affirmative prayer the five steps god is i am there is thank you and i accept and allow god to do this simple really simple but not always easy because we make these excuses in our lives i'm too busy it's not working how could that how could a prayer change that what makes a prayer so powerful when all this crap is going on you know we make up all these reasons why it's better not to commune we we're very good at it we want to keep ourselves in a place of limitation and the brain will do that it will hold us in a holding place and we will remain in that spiral like a hamster on a wheel until we say i'm going to make a change today for my life i'm going to use these tools these tools that are here right now and i know how to use them and i'm going to set my timer three times a day and i'm going to do it so i want to shift this around right now actually before i shift this around i'm just going to have a little break we're here on new thought media network i'm laura this is the cosmic prayer this week i'm the super guest yay <laughs> new thought media network is on the rise we're looking to grow with you do you have technical media experience or perhaps a desire to learn are you willing to volunteer your precious time and attention share this message to benefit all. If you possess a computer with a camera and a microphone, we will share our knowledge with you. Behind the scenes or being the star, let us bless our one. Contact us at info at ntmedia.org. Welcome back to the Cosmic Prayer. Um, this is me, Laura, and you are here on New Thought Media Network. Great to be here today. I'm talking about prayer, my kind of take on it for this week's Cosmic Prayer. Just a little quote to, to follow through on what I've been talking about. Yes, Ernest Holmes says, page 458, formula for effective prayer. The things we need, we are to ask for, and we are to believe that we receive them we are to believe that we receive that's so key it's what i was talking about before believing in that invisible essence that ineffable essence we can't see it we see the demonstration we see the demonstration we do not see what's going on to to create to manifest to actualize we don't see all of that that is god in action in being and in action I read once uh, in, a, in a book by Emmett Fox, it was amazing, he described uh, a tapestry. You know, when you look at a beautiful tapestry and you see the thread work and the, the pattern, it, whatever it is, a forest, a lake, it looks perfect. And you turn that tapestry over, it's a blooming mess. <laughs> it's just a mess of, of thread and knots and loose ends and all sorts of stuff you know 
And that's our lives. That's our lives. We want to actualize and demonstrate and, and manifest and materialize these amazing experiences in our lives. We've got to go through the gunk. We've got to go through the messy bit. You know, that's happening at the same time on the underside. So this book, very powerful. And I'm studying it at the moment for a course I'm about to take part in, in my spiritual leadership um, education. And this book is written by uh, Dr. Andrew Newberg and Mark Robert Waldman. And I read this book about a year ago and I've underlined some things because I thought it would be really great just to bring it here onto the, onto the cosmic prayer, what's happening with the brain in all of this. Because the brain is like that computer thing that's in there that's, that's kind of dictating all sorts of stuff, you know? And I don't know much about the brain. I'm going to learn more about the brain. But what I do know is that prayer, the act of prayer, changes the brain. And in that change, neurotransmitters are, are, are changed. You know, neural pathways are changed. New ones are made. And so it's up to us to create good, healthy habits here. And I'm going to quote something here. However closely we looked at the neurological principles underlying most spiritual practices, we discovered that the health benefits associated with prayer and meditation can be achieved through um, activities that are unrelated to religion. So for any of you that may be watching right now, I just want to clarify this, that prayer is not a religious act. It can be separated. It's like we can separate the meaning from, from this, as we do when we take away the meaning from the event. We see that that event can mean many things. Well, let's take away the religiosity of prayer. And let's look at prayer as a direct communication. That's it. It doesn't even need to be a direct communication with what you think of as, as God. It could be with the knowing the nature of love you know the nature of this life this incredible life so take away any religious implication here and just know that when we go into this place as we did at the beginning of the show that i invited you into this silence and this stillness that we're entering into this infinite this infinite that is beyond what you see, smell, hear, taste and touch right now. And this is what is changing the brain. Another thing I want to talk about is other ways to change the brain. I know this might be going off on a little tangent, but I'm just going to read it because I think this is really lovely. And I think it's, it's powerful. The eight best ways to exercise your brain. Number one, smile. Smiling does this even if you don't feel like it. Smiling actually changes the brain's neural ability to maintain a positive outlook on life. Smile. Half a smile will do it. It's sending back messages from the heart to the brain, not the other way around. Smiling. Yeah. Stay intellectually active. Challenge yourself giving ourselves these things that just like, oh, that's difficult, you know, working that part of the brain. These are the different parts of the brain that we are challenging daily. Consciously relax. I'm a um, 
human design, uh, I am a projector, I think, yes. And I need to relax. I need to take times in the day to relax. Often we think it's, you know, we've got to keep going, keep going, keep going. No, stop, relax, take some time. And in that relaxation, we can connect even more deeply to what, what really is going on. Yawn, apparently yawning is a great exercise. Uh, it's been used for many decades in voice therapy and um, it also stimulates alertness, optimizes the brain activity, improves cognitive function, lowers stress. Should we all yawn right now? Yes. <sighs> I used to do that with voice vocal training. I had to do forced yawning. It really opens up the throat, throat chakra and it improves involuntary muscle control. Meditation, there we go. The fourth, fourth best way to exercise your brain. Meditate, go into that still, silent space. I wish I could say that meditation and, um, and intensive prayer were number one, okay, but they're not number one as far as their research were, is uh, concerned. Uh, it's number four, nothing to sneeze at, but um, meditation and prayer is number four in their scientific research. But when it comes to enhancing spiritual experiences, prayer and meditation certainly take first place, okay? So if we put that part aside of brain, um, you know, improving brain function from spiritual uh, practice perspective prayer and meditation are number one aerobic exercise come on let's get it going <laughs> yeah i used to teach aerobics and i don't anymore <laughs> but all i know is there are many benefits to aerobic exercise with bringing re-oxygenizing the brain uh, dialoguing with others oh you see connection communion friendship, um, being there for somebody, that giving and receiving, uh, the oneness that we know, being in communion, that's an important part. And also the language, language and the human brain co-evolved with each other. So talking, picking up the phone, you know it's not just about texting and emailing or Facebook messaging or whatever, actually verbally speaking to people, having a conversation, how are you? How are you? You know, I'm asking you as well. How are you today on the Cosmic Prayer? <laughs> ah, let's see, we've got some here. Thank you. Um, who is this Facebook user? I'm not too sure who you are because your name doesn't come up. This is a wonderful documentary about the God particle. They found that it exists within us. You see, we know this. You know, we know that this, we call it this, we can call it many names and I love it that it's the Prince gorgeous Prince Flea Eastern yes I love it that um that we can name it we can we can name this thing you know the wisdom teachers the ancients they knew it and it's like I was saying before in our humanness you know we want to have proof we want to we're not going to believe it until we see it and all of this, this is what New Thought Media Network is all about. We are inviting you 
to believe it before you see it to believe that this thing itself as Ernest Holmes calls it this thing itself exists with or without you believing it it exists you know and when we believe it magic happens miracles happens happen prayer is a thought a belief a feeling arising within the one praying we're going to talk about that in one sec because i realize i've left off i've left off the number one best way i kept you all kind of dangling there the number one best way to exercise your brain guess what it is you can write in the comment box if you like guess what it is the number one way to exercise your brain Any ideas? It begins with F. <laughs> faith, faith, faith is the number one way they found in their scientific research. Faith is the number one way concerning our physical, emotional and spiritual health. We'll never know for certain if we are absolutely correct in our beliefs. We can make educated guesses about the world but some degree of uncertainty will always remain. Faith, they found to be the number one thing that really brings the brain into this highest place of health. Faith, well, this is what spiritual mind treatment, prayer is all about. A deepening of our faith. Look, prayer is a thought, a belief, a feeling arising within the one praying, written by Dr. Ernest Holmes. Prayer is a thought, a belief, a feeling arising within the one praying. Now, when he says belief here, what I think he means is, is not a belief as in, oh, I have a set of beliefs. It's like a belief, a belief in you know, I'm believing in this. I believe that there is this one ineffable essence that is happening in, as, and through everything. That's me. That's you. We're connected. We're one. There's no separation. We are one as it. Expressing ourselves in our unique, wonderful, unique ways as our uniqueness. And faith in that, faith in believing it before we can see it, that's where we live this incredible life. That's where we get to live this wonderful experience. I'm breathing through here. Regard, regarding affirmative prayer, affirmations are brought to life when our thoughts, beliefs, words and actions are in alignment with them. I don't know who Sheila Thomas is. But I am putting this up here because I believe this. Regarding affirmative prayer, affirmations are brought to life when our thoughts, beliefs, words and actions are in alignment with them. Harmony. You know, when we are all over the shop, when we are all over the place, when we're saying one thing and yet we're believing another thing, the creative law is going to absolutely mimic where we are if we really truly believe and have have beyond faith it's like a deep knowing if we truly believe in this thing whatever it is 
if we truly believe it and we're not kind of like questioning it and feeling ah, oh, but really you know it's not really it doesn't really that's not how it really happens then you know as Ernest Holmes says we're in a house divided and a house divided really means you know our head and our heart are not aligned and I think that's what this is this Sheila Thomas is saying is that when our head and our heart aren't aligned in the knowing that we become kind of like we're in this place of well life isn't happening the way I want it to happen kind of like fight flight or freeze yeah we go into this place of just being kind of like a deer in headlights metaphysically symbolically metaphorically so I'm just saying here just wanted to put that in this prayer can bring us into this alignment where we get into this absolute place of knowing in our hearts in the stillness in the silence as we open up to the infinite that we change our own consciousness because we're not asking anything out there to change at all we're really not asking anything in our lives to change this is not an ask please can I have a pink Cadillac yes we want the pink Cadillac okay it's knowing the pink Cadillac is here and that I'm ready to receive it and accept it and I'm open to allowing it as my experience right now see the difference it's not coming from a place of want and need It's coming from this absolute place of knowing this is it this is it and being in alignment with that with the words that we speak with the thoughts that we think with the feelings that we feel with the knowing that we know with the intentions that we set, with the actions that we take step by step, with the atmosphere and the attitude that we have in our lives on a moment by moment basis. Is this easy? No. It takes work. It takes a willingness to pull ourselves back, you know, moment by moment, to, to keep a check on ourselves. It takes an awareness, a, a continual awareness prayer nudges, nudges us along you know it, it helps us to open up to that experience because what prayer does is is we we surrender into the infinite and so then we're kind of like we don't come back out out from prayer afterwards the same as when we went into prayer we're changing our consciousness and if we constantly are doing that, then what happens is the outer of what we're experiencing in our lives has to change too, because we are that. <laughs> Funny that, isn't it? We are the life we're living. <laughs> that makes me laugh, sorry. I do come out with some things sometimes. We are the life that we're living. So what glasses, what color glasses are we seeing it from? Are we choosing to see it from? We're changing our consciousness and our perception in the prayer, as the prayer. Whew. Any questions, any comments for whoever is watching right now? It's so great to be here with you on the Cosmic Prayer. I'm super guesting this week. <laughs> Just thought I'd pop in because um, there are a few great great guests coming on in the next couple of weeks so I just wanted to take this opportunity uh, life lives me I'm the dance there we go that's beautiful Wayne thank you yes absolutely life is living through us 
And we, we get to do the dance we want to do. We choose the dance. Is it the tango? Is it the waltz? Is it hip hop? Is it whatever? We, we are that unique expression, you know, experiencing, expressing it, saying yes to it. I'm going to go back here to another uh, slide. I think I've got my last one here. Ah, oh, this is it. Uh, affirmative prayer is describing reality without trying to get anything from it. Well, I kind of um, go with that to a degree, but I don't. So I'm going to kind of remove that because I think what I'm saying goes a little bit... Um, a little bit uh, deeper than that because we're not really describing reality what we're really doing with affirmative prayer is we're opening up to the infinite you know which is the absolute it's not this it's not this reality that we're seeing with our five senses we're coming into that other sense you know whoa <laughs> that other place that is like okay this is detached from the stuff that I see around me, this is like the source of it all, where it all begins, where it all has its kind of, its, its beginning place. That's where we're going to. We're not defining it by how we see our lives, how the, ex, how the outer of our lives shows up, the objects that we have around us, you know. I'm going to... Um, to actually, I think, do a spiritual mind treatment. Not I think, I know. Do a spiritual mind treatment right now. If there's anybody that is watching that would like to hold anything into, into prayer, um, please put that here into the chat because there we go. We are one in spirit and one in love. Prince, absolutely. And this is the love that is me, that is you, that is each of us, that is not about our emotion, um, our emotional love. You know, this is the divine love that loves us, that loves us as we are, just as we are. Nothing to change, nothing to shift, nothing to get rid of, nothing to be better at, nothing to think we're not enough, enough with. And we change all of our idea of our self-image in prayer. That's what we do. It gives us an opportunity to know the truth of who we are and, and to come away from thinking, I have to change me to be accepted or to be better. We accept ourselves in this prayer. And then we come out of the prayer knowing differently seeing ourselves differently, seeing a different image of ourselves. Hmm. So I invite us to take a breath and let's, uh, if, if it's good for you, if it's okay to close your eyes, if there's nothing going on that's, uh, that's you know, kind of like needs your attention or your focus, then we're going to go into a spiritual mind treatment right now. And what I'd like to, I think what I'm called to right now is with, with all of the experience that's going on right now 
in our in our world in our countries yeah, globally you know where we're living that you, we we get this it's very easy to be in this place of fear that what's happening you know politically um that what's happening with the way that people treat each other that we we want to isolate ourselves and be in this you know kind of safe cocoon when we know there's this amazing life to experience and that there is no fear the fear is our mental perception if you like so i'm going to treat for a deeper more expansive knowing of love and of, of our of how we express ourselves in this life without being in fear yeah if you're ready and if you feel comfortable enough and it's fine for you then i'm inviting you now to close your eyes to take a breath and as you breathe out just know that you are this divine example of the divine presence and I know that this one thing that is happening right now is the one thing of everything. This omnipresence that is the presence and the power of love, of goodness, of givingness, of wisdom, of peace, of abundance and of well-being. It is this divine and infinite presence and power that is the idea of this experience of life that is experiencing itself through everything, everything in this eternal now moment, that everything that is happening right now is God. Wanting to know more of itself through the experience, through us as humans, as beings, as this planet Earth, as these multiverses that are all happening right now, right now. And as I open my mind to this and my heart to this, I'm just, whoo, this is, this is huge because I get to see that there is more than me here. This incredible illuminated experience is an experience that is happening as everything from the tiniest tiniest microscopic agent to the cosmos the multiverses and everything in between and as i breathe this in and know this and feel this i am in this deep expression of gratitude of appreciation for this life because I know that this experience, this presence and the, this power shows up and shines through as me in my uniqueness, that I am the one in the one expressing myself here. And as I am doing this, of course, this, this one presence and power is you too. It is you in your glorious magnificence shining through and this is true of new thought media network this incredible entity this expression of teaching of sharing of education of entertainment 
here right now. And everybody that will watch this in the future. And everybody on this planet and beyond, we are this divine expression. And I know that this expression expresses through each of us as love, as goodness, greatness, power, strength, beauty, magnificence, healed and whole and complete. That this presence is the divine light that is the light of this life. And in this light, there is no fear. There is no doubt. There is no confusion. There is love. There is yes. There is expansion. There is this opportunity to reach beyond, to know beyond, to live beyond. And so what I know is that as we each say yes to living as this light, that any sense of doubt and fear just drift away. Because this is no longer needed. It does not serve. What serves us is this greater acceptance and acknowledgement of the love, of the presence of who we are, of the power of who we are, the creativity, the fun, the joy, the deep expression of our uniqueness. And this is for each of us here right now, that as we each open up and grow into this light and become this light more fully, we each experience a more glorified expression of our lives as individualized units of consciousness. Yes, lighting up on this Indra's net knowing that this web is here connecting us all, we each say yes to being a greater expression of who we are, serving ourselves as we show others, as we invite others. This gives others permission to say yes to themselves because this is electrifying, this is magnetic, this is a ripple that we're sending out consciously so we open up to this infinite expression of love and we say yes to being this love, to being this expression in our daily lives, in the conversations that we have, in the opportunities that come through. As we more willingly connect with each other, pick up the telephone, say hi, how are you, to those that we love and we care for. That we take care of every single part of us, including our brain that we become this conscious healing pathway for our whole bodies. Because we know that as we open up and say yes to being this greater expression, we shine this out.